0: A major challenge identified by the changing childbirth policy was to provide an equitable and accessible service. In culture and language, we look at how it might be possible to ensure that the diversity of women's voices within the community is heard. When I came here, I was very young. I have no relation here. No one except my husband. I have so many problems in the hospital when I had my children because I didn't know the language, a strange place, hospital I never been to hospital. So I struggle so much.
1: Monowara Talukta is a Bengali health advocate at the Homerton Hospital in East London. Her colleague Aisha Adam acts on behalf of Turkish speaking, Cypriot and Kurdish women.
2: A lot of the young people, um, especially young girls, they come over to England. Either they've got married in Turkey and come over, or they've come over and got married straight away. And a lot of the time they fall pregnant without really being ready for motherhood.
1: Homerton Hospital serves one of the most ethnically diverse communities in the UK. This sets unique challenges in terms of access. Nikki Kennelly, Clinical Midwifery Manager...
0: Because our area is so diverse and has very many different ethnicities, it means that the needs of each group are very different, so to try and meet the needs of each group is very difficult across a whole service. Their ability to access the service, to understand what is being offered and and how acceptable the service is to them, varies from each group. Even just finding out what it is that different groups want is difficult. (laughs)
1: The role of health advocates, representing the needs of different ethnic groups, is one way in which the hospital has attempted to address certain issues of access. It's the advocates who are usually the first point of call for the women.
2: When we're doing a booking, we take the full history of the woman's health, any previous pregnancies and deliveries, any problems they've had during those pregnancies, then we write in the notes. We give them advice about what tests, i.e. light scans, are available to them, what reasons they're done for. We also advise them about diet, which is very important. Again, we advise about breastfeeding. It's just not interpreting, it's a bit of social work, it's a bit of being actually sort of like a sister or an aunt, sometimes like a mother. Advocates office, can I help you? We are in constant touch. They know that we are available for them whenever they need us. We always give them a telephone number for the office and if there is anything which is worrying them, they telephone us and um, they speak to us and often if it's something that is really worrying them then we tell them to come to the hospital to get themselves checked over just to be reassured. You are here to support the patient, to advise, to improve their knowledge, uh, their awareness and to empower the patient so if you are interpreting you can't do all this, you cannot play that role.
1: Asha Musa is the advocate for Somali women, they too have special needs.
2: I work with the women who came from the civil war, and there's a lot of barrier because they are from refugee camp. They are traumatized. Some of them they raped back home, and they cannot express all these problems. So through asking questions, I try to make easy the doctor to make easy diagnose and understand the whole picture.
1: The advocates, who share the same cultural background as the women they represent, are sensitive to the factors that impact on a woman's ability to make decisions during childbirth. Zubaydah Hussain, advocate for Urdu and Gujarati-speaking women.
3: My women come mostly from the rural part. They are not very educated women, so it is very difficult for them to make their own decision. And top of this one, because the husband, the father in-laws as well. So if they surround with them, it's more difficult for them to make their decision. Then we give the woman a chance alone and then we talk to the woman ourselves alone and then make sure whether the woman understood what the service is available. And then we said, yes, all right, now this is your choice. You can make your decision yourself. Now you're alone with me, so up to you.
1: If the woman is Muslim, there are strict rules that forbid men to be present at the birth.
3: I had one lady, and she said she doesn't want to see a male doctor at all. And none of the doctors was on the duty that day. And sister has to call one of the female doctors from the labor ward. And she was busy as well. She said, what's this all nonsense? Female doctor, all men doctor, We all the doctors. No any difference between a male or female. I said, look, doctor, you're telling me the right things, but what can we do with the women? It's their choices. That's the way we have to respect them. And she understood at the end.
1: There are also groups in the community that speak English, but whose specific needs could be addressed through the advocacy project.
0: The Afro-Caribbean advocate is at the present in discussion with us about how to provide suitable foods for African women on the wards, because they don't understand the menus. They tend not to order anything, so their nutrition is affected. With the Orthodox Jewish community, there are very strict rules around Sabbath and the various religious festivals, and they're very good at coming and preparing the wards, making sure the staff that are on know what women can and can't do at that time. So they act as a a go-between between us all.
1: Advocacy services are part of a wider strategy for maternity services that involves both healthcare professionals and
0: users. Seeking the views of those users is vital. We have a, a quite detailed questionnaire that's sent out once a year. Um, I think our 10 major languages, which is, is closely followed up to try and get the feedback back. And we also have focus groups running, some of which are specifically targeted at certain ethnic groups. And we've also had a focus group for women having home birth because that was a a group we weren't accessing from the hospital. Choice,
1: continuity, control and accessibility. These are the issues that will continue to shape the development of maternity services. What are the challenges for the future?
4: What women want is a personalised service where they are a person, they own their baby and their families are people and that they know their carers and that their carers seem interested in them and that doesn't depend on being on a birth centre or in a hospital. I think it's interesting that small is always seen as friendlier than larger, and how do we work on that? So if you're working in a large hospital, do you need to break down into smaller teams where there's the feel of a birth centre, where you feel that the staff know and communicate well with each other as well as with their clients?
0: We are constantly giving them information saying you have to choose and here we have some women who want to know everything, they're on the internet checking everything out, they're coming with their list of questions which is fine and I think we're fairly well geared up for that but then we have quite a lot of women as well who just want to have their baby and they want us to do the rest. They don't want to have to find out how their body works, they just want to have a baby at the end of it and it's really difficult to meet all of those needs and very easy to get it wrong but I think we have to try to be as open as possible and to be listening to the different populations that we're serving.
4: It's great having a wide range of services, but if some are very much more expensive than others, it does raise issues about, well, what do you give up in order to fund a new service? There's very little change that actually saves money. Most of the time we're thinking up really good new ideas, and they all cost a bit more. We don't give up things very readily in order to fund new options and I think that's going to be the challenge for the future. Changing childbirth
3: was sold to us all on choice control and continuity but not all of the women are empowered enough to take that control not all of the women are in a position some women are actually very happy and will continue to be so to give that responsibility to the professionals and ask them to take the control so I think that there's a fundamental problem with carrying change in childbirth all the way through but it has if nothing else made the professions stop and look and listen to what is out there? From the
2: Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward/use.